and welcome to Episode Epiphanies, a podcast where two friends with very different tastes in TV shows make each other watch the pilot episodes of our favorite shows in the hopes that the other one will have an epiphany and start watching a genre they don't normally enjoy. My name is Jessica, and I normally watch only live-action dramas. My name is Natasha, and I normally only watch cartoons. And today, we are watching Faking It, which is an MTV comedy teen drama. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna go with. That feels right. Yeah, no, yeah, I agree. Natasha, did you know anything about Faking It before going into it? Only from you. I had heard you talk about it before. I had never in any other context have I, like, I've never heard anyone else talk about it. But you've mentioned it a few times. So I knew the vague premise about what it was about. Yes. But that's it. And you did tell me it was an MTV show, but I forgot until I started watching it and there was, like, the MTV logo. And I was like, oh, wow. I'm sure MTV still exists, I think. But it feels so early, mid-2000s, you know? You're like, MTV, that's not... That's, like, retro. (laughs) That's, like, gone. I really appreciate that MTV has a habit of telling you every single song that plays so you don't have to like go google it afterwards it's like hey like this song this is what it is this is who it's by you mean like in the show the little pop-up at the bottom is usually telling you what the song is oh uh the version that i watched didn't have pop-ups it just had like the little logo the little channel logo in the bottom that said mtv but it didn't have any pop-ups not the true faking it experience Dang, if you don't no. have a little black bar coming up to be no. like, this is the song. Although, oh my gosh, that's, I never really watched any MTV stuff growing up, but I did watch a lot of like Disney channel, yeah. family channel stuff. And that often had the little pop-ups that would be like fun facts about the actors or whatever. And that's like such yeah. a throwback. Very MTV. I'm assuming the version you watched is also bleeped. Yes. I I have some notes about that. (laughs) Did you watch one that wasn't bleeped? No, I don't think one that isn't bleeped exists. Like, I Mm. own this show on iTunes. It is still bleeped. Yeah, I I feel like it's just that's probably how it was made. (laughs) Yeah, which is very funny to me. I don't think I've watched something bleeped in so long. I know, I literally have notes. The bleep and also... The point where her boobs are blurred? Yeah. I was like, this is so funny. I cannot remember the last time I've seen something with bleeps and blurring, like, in a narrative thing. It's so MTV because MTV was a network, so they couldn't have curse words, Mm -hmm. but they were still trying to be, like, cool teen TV show, so they didn't want to, like, prevent their shows from swearing, so Mm -hmm. they just bleeped everything. It's so funny. (laughs) So good. Okay. Anyways, on that note, do you want to jump into the pilot episode of Faking It? Yes. Okay. The show starts with an iPhone ringing and a girl picking it up, and like the whole first scene is like these two friends whose names are Karma and Amy, like, chatting on the phone, and it's, like, a split screen where you see, like, Karma on one side and Amy on the other, and you see them getting ready for school. Also, the, the like, the UI of the iPhone is so, like, yeah. early iPhone vibes. <laughs> I don't, I forgot to look up when this show is from, but, like, it's definitely, like, early, mid-2010s, right? 2014. Oh, okay, so that's even more recent than I thought. I thought, I would have said, like, 2011, 2012, but... 
Well, I guess when were iPhones? I feel like iPhones are less old than I think they are, you know? Like, I feel like... Yeah. I had an iPhone in 2014, but it was, like, an iPhone 3. I don't know. Anyways, it's it's the old style of iPhone. It, it, just, it just felt very... I was like, mm, throwback. <laughs> yeah. I also feel like the iPhone UI has changed so much mm-hmm. more recently than we think. Because you see the old one, and you're like... What the fuck is that? Yeah, it looks so old. But, like, yeah, it probably only changed, like, five years ago or something. But it, I'm like, that's, like, high school. Like, yeah. I remember my brother had, like, an, an iPod, an iPod Touch before iPhones that had that kind of UI. And, like, yeah. he had that when we were in, like, early high school. And, like, it's so, it just feels so, like, nostalgic. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, not important at all. They're on the phone. They're chatting. Um, we see both of their moms very briefly. Karma's mom is, like, into, like, hippie. She's, like, telling her about her, like, birth chart. She's like, mmm, Mercury's in whatever, and I think you're gonna have a big cosmic shift in your life, and here's some chamomile tea. And Karma's like, oh, my mom, so annoying. And then we, like, for a split second, see <laughs> Amy's mom, and I think she's, like, steam cleaning a suit in the hallway or something. Yeah. I don't really know what her deal is. I guess she's very, like, proper. Yeah, I don't know why she's in the hallway. (laughs) It was weird. I was like, okay. (laughs) I don't know. Like, it looked like she had, like, opened the door to, like, a weird, like, tableau (laughs) of her mother. Like, I was like, is this your hallway? This looks like a a dream sequence of, like, my mother steam cleaning her suit in front of my door. (laughs) For some reason, that feels like a Magnus Archives, like, nightmare scene. (laughs) Yeah. The other thing... About this episode. This is only a 21-minute episode. Yeah. It is so fast-paced. Yeah. (laughs) Unbelievable. And I kind of love it because we just, you know, they just hit the beats. They didn't dwell on anything. But, like, everything happens so fast. Everyone is talking a mile a minute. I had to keep pausing and going back to re-listen to things people said because if I stopped to take a note, I was, the scene was already over. They were already doing something else because I took one second to write something down. Like, everything is going so quick, which is really funny to me. I don't know why, but I was like, it's like everyone is like racing to get their lines up before the scene changes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, so we see their moms for literally probably a second each. Yeah. But anyways, what we get from that first scene is that um, Amy and Karma are discussing Karma's plan to be popular at school because apparently they're not popular, even though they look like they got the nice hair and nice outfits and they look like cool, popular girls, but they're not. They're uncool, apparently. So... Karma's plan to be popular with... Okay, so the other thing we, we... She's, like, saying, like, yeah, this is my plan, but we don't see what her plan is right away. And then we see their school, and their school... They, they, they're in Texas, but they're in Austin, Texas, which is apparently a left-wing oasis in Texas, according to them. That's a true thing, though. Austin is way more liberal than the rest of Texas. That's fair. And the whole, like, concept slash, like, joke of the school is that it's super left-wing and everyone who would be like an outcast in other schools are like the cool kids and we see like a bunch of punks and we see hippies and stuff and they're the cool kids and then we see this girl Lauren who's like a blonde pretty girl and her whole thing is she's like anywhere else in Texas I would be like the queen bee of the school but here I'm just lame because I'm homophobic and I like tradition so I'm not cool at this school where everybody likes progressive stuff. Pretty much. 
<laughs> yeah, that's the whole concept of, of the show and of their school. Karma's plan to be popular at their left-wing school is to pretend that she went blind because that will make her interesting, I guess? And then she's like, everyone will think I'm interesting and pay attention to me, but then I'll have like a miraculous recovery in time for homecoming and then I'll become homecoming queen and I'll be popular. And Amy's like, that's a really bad plan, but I'm your best friend, so I guess I'll go along with it. And Karma also really wants to specifically be invited to a party because she's like, we... We need to go to cool parties because we're not cool. And if I pretend to be blind, we'll get invited to a party. I don't know. So then she's walking <laughs> down the, <laughs> the the path to the school wearing like sunglasses. And then someone throws a frisbee and she catches it. And she's like, oh no, now people will know I'm not blind. And so she gets rid of the sunglasses and she's like, dang it, that plan failed. And then we meet Lauren, the, the popular girl, who apparently Amy's mom and Lauren's dad are engaged. So Amy and Lauren are going to be stepsisters, which is mentioned very briefly. And I'm sure comes back in the rest of the show, but doesn't come back in this episode. Uh, I have so many notes, so much, this is all before the credits. This is all, I was taking notes and then I like looked at the time and there had only been about two minutes and 30 seconds of the show and I already had like a full page of notes. I'm laughing so much because this is such an accurate description of the show. Like I did not know what to, I knew the vague premise of the show, but I didn't know what to expect and the vibe was, was so much. So then Lauren, the popular girl, calls... Amy, a lesbian. Well, she says lesbo. Oh, and then she says something about the island of lesbo or lesbos. And then these two cool boys walk (laughs) over and they're like, that's a real place. I want to go there or something (laughs) like that. And then one of the guys is like, oh, Lauren, bullying the gays. That's so 90s. (laughs) (laughs) And so the, the, the cool boys are like defending... Amy and Karma from Lauren. And then we get the first bleep swear word, which made me laugh so hard. (laughs) And then, okay, so the two guys show up. Their names are Liam and Shane. And when Karma earlier was saying she wanted to be invited to a party, Amy was like, you talk to a cute boy. You get so nervous, you throw up. How do you think you're going to go to a party and have a good time? And Karma's like, that's not going to happen. And then as soon as the two boys show up and start, like, talking to Karma and Amy... Karma, like, gets sick and runs away. Like, she was about to throw up and she runs off. So she's gone. But then the two guys who apparently don't really know Amy and Karma, but just came to defend them from Lauren, are like, you should come to our party. And Amy's like, sure, okay. And then she goes to find Karma. And then one of the guys, I think the one named Shane, I was a little unclear (laughs) who was who. As they're walking away, he's like, this is great. I've always wanted to have lesbian friends. So they invited them to the party because he wants to have friends who are lesbians, I guess. Because he thinks they're lesbians because Lauren was calling her a lesbian, presumably just because she was like, that's a mean name to call someone who I'm bullying. It doesn't really seem like she had a reason to think that Amy was a lesbian. It doesn't really matter. That's the first, like, two minutes of the show. (laughs) (laughs) It really is the first two minutes of the show. It really is. So then we get the credits that are playing over the scene at the party because Amy and Karma went to the party. And they're sitting on a couch looking really uncomfortable. And Amy's like, we should just go. I don't like this. And Karma's like, no, 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 it's going to be great. I'm going to go get us some booze so we can have a good time at the party. And then Lauren is at the party as well. And she has a boyfriend who's really like a himbo. He's just kind of dumb. And she's just like, whatever. She's talking to... um... Okay, so there's the guy who... It's his party. I think... I'm pretty sure... I'm so, so, so face blind. I'm pretty sure it's Shane, the guy who invited them to the party, is also the guy hosting the party. 
He looked very different to me in the two scenes, so I so I was confused briefly. I think he changed clothes. Look, he uh, he definitely changed clothes. I think he changed his hairstyle a little bit. Mm-hmm. And also, in that first scene, to be fair, he says about two lines in that first scene. But, like, once we see him at the party, it's very clear that he's gay. Like, he has, yeah. like, a very, like, gay mannerisms and, and energy. And, you know, like, yeah. Shane's very stereotypically gay. Yeah. I didn't get that vibe from him in the first scene, which, again, he only says, like, two lines. But because it was so clear at the party that he was this, like, kind of gay stereotype, but that wasn't clear in the first scene, I was like, is it the same guy? But then I went back and watched the first scene, and I was like, I'm pretty sure it's the same guy. Yeah, it's the same guy. (laughs) So the guy who I think is named Shane. His name is Shane? Perfect. He's at the party. He's definitely gay. Lauren is being mean to him, but no one cares about Lauren. And then Shane is talking to his other friend, who's a girl whose name I didn't catch. She's not important. I think this is the only episode she's in. (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, because in this episode, at least, Shane and Liam and this girl whose name I don't know are, like, friends. Yeah. And, oh my god, so much was happening so fast. Okay, so Shane has that conversation with Lauren. I don't even remember what they talked about. It was just more showing that Lauren likes tradition and doesn't like progressive stuff and doesn't (laughs) like the gays, I guess. Can I tell you what they were talking about? What were they talking about? So Lauren comes in and she's like, I have to be here. I'm in the lead for prom queen and king. We have to make an appearance. Everyone expects it. And Shane's like, fuck off, (laughs) basically. And that's only important because of what happens next. Mm -mm. Oh, I also wrote down that she said she wants to set things straight. Yes. And then she says no pun or pun intended. Yeah. But Shane and his friend, whose name I don't know, they don't give a shit. No one cares about Lauren. They're all just like, she's annoying. And then we also get the other guy, Liam, runs into Karma and, like, makes her spill her drinks on herself. But then they're, like, chatting. And then we see Shane find Amy outside. Because I guess she went outside because Karma walked away. And he's like, starts asking her about, like... He's like, who went under the sheets first? Yes. Which I think he was trying to say, like, who made a move first between the yeah. two of you? But it was a weird way to ask it. It was kind of like he was being like, tell me about your sex life. <laughs> that, that shame. Yeah. And Amy's like, what are you talking about? And they kind of have, like, a conversation where it's clear that, like, Shane thinks that Amy and Karma are lesbians and he wants to know about their relationship and he wants to have lesbian friends. He's like, I need lesbian energy in my life. And she's like, oh, no, no, you're confused. We're not gay. And Shane is like, oh, like, I get it. You know, it's hard to come out. But I came out in, like, the fourth grade and it was great and my life was so much better. And Amy's like, no. And Shane is like, no, 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 don't worry about it. I get it. You're gay. That's cool. And Amy's like, I'm going to go now. And she walks away. My favorite line in that scene is when Shane sits down and he's like, okay, I'm just going to turn on this little closet light here so we can have a conversation. He's trying to be supportive, but he's just being very pushy. He's like, you are gay. And also, you need to come out to me right now. (laughs) And she's like, goodbye. Which is fair. And then we get Liam and Karma and Liam's like friends with benefits comes over and she's like, ooh, are you flirting with this girl? And Liam is like, we're not actually dating. We just hook up sometimes. And she's like, ugh, whatever, and walks away. And then Liam is like, I am I promise I'm not a douchebag. I always like set the boundaries with people I'm in a relationship with, but then girls always end up being clingy. 
And Karma's like, well, you know, it's like the biological imperative of women to want to, like, start a family, so don't be too hard on them. And I was like, mmm, love the gender essentialism there, Karma. (laughs) But Liam's like, wow, it's so great to get that kind of, like, input from a lesbian. You must really understand how women work. And Karma's like, what? And then before she can, like, be like, hey, I'm not a lesbian, what are you talking about? Amy comes out because she's all annoyed about Shane and grabs... Carmen is like, we're leaving, we're going. And then I think this is the point where Liam says something about like, ooh, she likes them bossy or something. Or yes. something the bossy one in the relationship. So Karma and Amy are trying to leave the party and Karma's like, wait, wait, he thinks I'm a lesbian. And, and Amy's like, it doesn't matter, we're leaving, this party sucks. And then Shane comes out in the middle of the party and is like, guys, two of our fellow classmates don't feel comfortable coming out. So I'm going to publicly out them in front of all of you by saying that they're a couple and nominating them to be prom queens together. And the whole party is like cheering and they're like, woo, we love supporting lesbians by by outing them at a party. And Amy and Karma are like, what's happening? And Lauren is like, "Mm, this is terrible. I need to be prom queen. And then everyone's clapping. And that's how the party scene ends. This is Shane's thing. When I tell you Shane outs people randomly throughout the entire show, it happens so many times. It's so bad. And he gets called on it constantly. People are like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I like that he gets called on it because, like, obviously the premise of this is, like, they're not lesbians, but, well... We'll see. But they're not in a relationship, but everyone thinks they are. And it's kind of like a joke. But it's also like, if they were, that would be super shitty of you yeah. <laughs> just out them. But also everyone is super happy about it because the school is kind of a bunch of like, it's like obviously like a like a an exaggerated joke about like, what if this school was so progressive? Yeah. It's it's wild. It's it's like it's like they're like in a weird, like heightened reality. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> it's very funny. Okay, so then it's the next next day at school, I, I think. And then Amy and Karma are talking, and Karma is like, we have to keep up this ruse that we're a couple, because now we're really popular, everyone thinks we're really cool, and they want us to be homecoming queens, and this is great, this is exactly what I wanted. And Amy is like, we're not a couple, I'm bad at lying, I don't want to pretend... It's kind of, it's nice that neither of them are like, we don't want to do this because we don't want to be gay. Because they're like, that's fine. Everyone in our school loves gay people. Being gay is fine. But we just don't want to, but Amy's just like, I don't want to be lying and stuff. And Karma's like, it's fine. I just wrote down the line, straight guys love lesbians. Oh, I think that's what Karma says at one point. Because, oh, Amy's like, how are you going to get a boyfriend if everyone thinks that we're gay? And Karma's like, don't worry, straight guys love lesbians. And then they're, like, fighting about this, and the people keep trying to talk to them, and they're giving them, like, my mom made these baked goods for you, and and then, oh my god, the best part of this entire episode, a girl comes over to them, and she's like, you guys, we're doing a photo shoot for the school Tumblr. <laughs> and I was like, this is the second show about a school Tumblr. Is this a real thing? Does it just have can't be. I just but it's in two separate shows. It was in Love, Simon, or Love, Victor, or both, and it's in this. And I'm like, what is a school tumbler? This is insane to me. <laughs> See, in Love, Simon, I was like, this is 
a one-off. It's fucking insane, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when you're writing, you just write something and you just go for it. Mm-hmm. I didn't connect the two of them until you said that, but in this show, I just kind of accepted it as the fact that, like, this entire school is so obviously fake mm-hmm. that the idea of a school tumbler was just like, yeah, whatever. They also have a girl in it who, like, does investigative reporting for the school <laughs> newspaper. Like, it's a wild show. Oh, Like, I I totally believe that. And, like, if it was only in this show or only in Love, Simon slash Love, Victor, I'd be like, fine. But the fact that it's in both is, like, making me wonder if this is a real thing. <laughs> and, like, it's so funny to me when, there are, when people talk about Tumblr on, like, TV or in books because I feel like... Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, like, everybody knows what that is. I could talk to, like, someone's grandparent and they would probably at least have heard of Twitter. But, like, Tumblr feels a lot more niche and it always surprises me when, like, mainstream media, like, just talks about Tumblr and I'm like, I don't know. It just totally stood out to me. I was like, school Tumblr, it's a thing. (laughs) Anyways, the point is a bunch of people are trying to talk to them because they're all cool and popular now. There's, like, a bunch of posters around the school of, like, vote for... Amy and Karma as homecoming queens, and there's, like, a bunch of stuff. Finally, I don't even quite remember what convinces her. I guess she just wants to make Karma happy, but Amy agrees. She's like, fine, we'll do this. We'll be a couple. And I think they, like, kiss on the cheek or something, and that's it. Now they're pretending to be a couple. And then we cut to Karma running into Liam, who's making a horse statue art piece outside? Somewhere? I don't quite know what where he is or what he's doing. I guess they have an art class that's outside where you make statues. And she just runs into him there. I think the <laughs> art studio is in, like, a weird, like, garage-like structure. You Maybe. see it a couple times, and it feels almost like a portable. I don't know if your school yeah. had portables, but... Yeah, yeah I, I think it's just a weird building. It's also an awful piece of art. <laughs> Yeah, it's a bunch of horseshoes, like, glued together into, like, an orb, which is kind of cool on its own. Yes. But then inside of the horseshoe orb is, like, a plastic horse with a sombrero. It's very obviously a Barbie horse, which is kind of very funny to me because it does seem like the kind of thing a pretentious high schooler would do. Yeah, it's uh, it's great. And Karma is, like, psychoanalyzing his art, being like, mm, this means that you're, like, hiding your inner self or something. I don't remember what she says. She does say it's very good. And she I'm says like, it's very good. <laughs> it's it? She's definitely just flirting with him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think she actually cares about his horse art. <laughs> his horse art. Okay, so they're talking about the art. And then Amy is walking with the girls taking the photos, and they're going to, I guess, wherever they're going to take the photos. And then they run into, or they walk past, Karma and Liam kissing, because I guess talking about the horse art turned into kissing very quickly. Yeah, that's what horse art does to you. Yeah, it just makes you start kissing. (laughs) Also, at this point, as far as Liam knows, Karma and Amy are a couple, but he's just like, I'll, I'll kiss her, it's great. Liam is a douchebag. He says he's not. That is not true. That's fair. <laughs> he definitely is. Okay, I said earlier that this plot moves so quickly. It moves so quickly. There's the scene where Amy and Karma decide to pretend to be a couple. There's the scene where Liam and Karma start kissing. And then the next scene is Amy being like, we have to stop pretending to be a couple. There is no scenes in between, we're gonna do it, and we're, we have to stop, where they like... 
do any pretending. <laughs> it's just instant. <laughs> yes, it's very fast. Which is great. They're just trying to get all their plot points out. They're like, no, no extra filling. It's just plot point, plot point, plot point. Um, we need to do this in 21 minutes. <laughs> this is one of those shows that, what was I talking about? I think it was in the Love, Victor episode, actually, where I was talking about shows that their plot feels like it would be 40 minutes if he just told you the plot and then they're mm-hmm. like 20 minutes long. Mm-hmm. That's part of what makes this show so funny to me is it has to go so quickly because it has a drama plot uh-huh. and it has like drama plotted episodes, but is like, this is 20 minutes. Just go, 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 go. Yeah. It makes it so funny. It really ups the comedy factor. It like, does. I've heard you talk about this phenomenon before, and I was like, yeah, sure, I, I get that. And we watched a few shows that were kind of short. Like, I think there was one, I feel like there was one we watched that that did have short episodes. I don't know. But this is really the one where, like, it really showed how they were trying to squeeze so much into a short time. Anyways, so uh, Amy's like, we gotta stop. Also, the photographer who was with Amy presumably saw Karma and Liam kissing also, because she was with her. Yeah. But that never comes up. She she doesn't care. (laughs) She's like, whatever, Karma's cheating on Amy. I don't care about these people. (laughs) She's like, I just take the photos here. Whatever the fuck else is going on in the school, I am out of it. I don't care. Maybe she makes a post about it on the school Tumblr. Who knows? Probably. So anyways, they're fighting about, like, we can't keep up this lie. We have to stop. Uh, and Karma's like, no, it's great. I've already gotten, like, a boyfriend out or, like, a kiss out of it. And Amy's like, blah, blah, blah. And, La- and then we see that Lauren is, like, in- they're in the locker room. And Lauren-, Lauren is, like, on the other side of the lockers. And she hears this whole conversation. So she knows that it's a lie. And then we get Karma talking to uh, Liam again. And she's like, yeah, me and Amy broke up. And Liam's like, oh, no, like, I hope that wasn't because of me. And it's like, dude. You kissed her knowing she was, presumably, in a relationship. Like, of course it's because of you. <laughs> yeah, he's not smart. <sighs> oh, he's not smart. But Karma's like, no, no, don't worry. It's not because of you. It's just, you know, it was a long time coming. You know, I thought that, like, we were meant to be, but I guess we weren't. And then she starts talking about Amy and how, like, all these great things about Amy and how, like, she's the only person who can make her laugh and, like, all their, like, you know, little relationship quirks. And it's very clearly, like, she's talking about genuine things about their friendship because they are best friends. But, like, obviously to Liam, it sounds like he's ta- she's talking about, oh, my girlfriend. And then, like, Karma is like, wait, hold on, I have to go. She runs to go find Amy because she had an epiphany about like, oh, I don't want to be fighting with my best friend because of our fake dating relationship. <laughs> so she goes and finds Amy on the roof because Amy went to be on the roof because she knows Karma's afraid of heights. So she's like, oh, Karma won't follow me here. But Karma faces her fears to apologize to Amy and be like, I'm sorry that I can't even, I don't know if she's apologizing for kissing Liam or apologizing for making Amy pretend to be in a relationship or for fighting. I don't know. She's just like, sorry that everything has become a mess. I love you. We're best friends. And Amy's like, you know what? That's fine. I care about you. You want to do this to be popular. So let's do it. Let's be lesbians. And Karma's like, yeah. Um, and then we jump to Lauren is giving a speech about why she should be homecoming queen. I'm not clear if this is all happening on the same day or if it's <laughs> later. I don't know. <laughs> but Lauren is giving a whole speech about tradition and why like she should be homecoming queen because she believes in tradition. And someone's like, tradition? Like slavery? And she's like, no, not like slavery. Like 
guys holding doors open for girls. And everyone's like, yeah, whatever. Nobody likes you, Lauren. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Poor Lauren. And then Amy and Karma walk in. It kind of seems like they just walked in by accident and they weren't sure what was happening. (laughs) (laughs) I think they do know they're supposed to be there. (laughs) I guess, but they kind of, everybody's already sitting down listening to the speech and they just kind of walk in and the teacher's like, oh, perfect, you're here. Come give the speech. It's like, why weren't they there already? I don't know. They were on the roof having a very heartfelt moment. So it is all the same day? It has to be all the same day. (laughs) Nothing about this show makes me feel like they would try to spread that out. That's fair. This so much happens. Yeah, I I should have been paying attention to the outfits. I feel like, yeah, they don't change outfits at any point throughout this. So it's literally, this is one day of, we're going to pretend to be a couple. Oh, I kissed Liam. We're not pretending to be a couple anymore. I talked to Liam about how I actually care about you. I found you on the roof. We are pretending to be a couple. Bam, 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 bam. All one day. Yes. Yes. So they walk in. They go to give their speech. I don't think they actually get to give the speech because they're about to give the speech. And then Lauren, like, runs up to the microphone. She's like, wait, I have to tell everybody something. You all think that you're supporting these great lesbians, but they're not actually lesbians. I heard them in the locker room. They're faking it. And then the teacher is like, oh. Oh my goodness, Karma and Amy, is this true? Are you mocking lesbians? And (laughs) Karma and Amy just kind of stare at each other for a second. And Amy's like, if we were lying, would I do this? And then she goes and kisses Karma and they have like a long romantic kiss and there's confetti falling. And Lauren looks at the teacher and is like, why is there confetti? And the teacher's like, oops, it came early. It was supposed to (laughs) fall later. Which I love that they made a joke about that because as soon as the confetti started falling, I was like, where did this confetti come from? And then they like call it out, which I thought was very funny. Also, when was it supposed to fall, though? I guess after everyone gave their speeches? I guess. I don't know. Or like it's already set up for Homecoming when they announce who won? Maybe. I don't Who know. Knows? It but doesn't anyway. matter. It was like, <laughs> I'm glad they acknowledged where their confetti yeah. came from. Because yeah, there's tons of confetti falling and everyone is cheering. They're so happy. It's also funny because the teacher is like, this is our first same sex couple that's being nominated, which like this school apparently loves gay people so much. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe they've never nominated a gay couple for this, for the homecoming king and queen before. Right? It, yeah. <laughs> There is a point where Shane says nobody here cares about Homecoming. Mm. So, like, there's a potential that no one, like, no one just ever ran. Like, it just, they just yeah. didn't care. Maybe. But they're all so into Amy and Karma being the Homecoming queens. Like, the whole school is cheering and clapping, and they're so happy that these two girls are kissing. <laughs> <laughs> And then, so then they kiss, and then they, like, separate, and Karma, like, kind of winks at Amy, and she's like, wow, good job selling it, like, that was great. And then you get Amy's face, and she has this, like, wide-eyed realization. She's like, oh, shit. Oh, I am in love with Karma. And it's like, dude, that's when the episode ends. And then, I don't know if your version had this, but the one I watched had, like, during the, like, ending credits, it was, like, Next up on faking it. And I watched it out of curiosity. The like next up thing spoils so much. Yeah. (laughs) That just shows you the entire season. Does it? (laughs) Oh, I feel like it does. Because if everything that they showed in the next up happens in the next episode, that's crazy. (laughs) I. Unless, you know what, considering how fast the plot moved in this, maybe it is all just the next episode, but 
so much happens. It wouldn't surprise me if an MTV episode did a next up that was the entire season because that like was a thing that happens mm-hmm. on some shows. Although I felt feel like it was more a reality TV thing than it was like mm-hmm. a TV TV thing. Mm-hmm. I do think that the faking it one is just what happens in the next episode. I genuinely think they only show you the next episode. That's possible, but so much happened. Yeah. Like, I don't even remember it all, but it's there was so many things. There was, like, Amy asking uh, Shane to pretend to be her boyfriend so that her parents won't know that she's gay, and her telling Shane that she thinks she's actually in love with Karma, and... Lauren coming into Amy's room and saying something, and <laughs> Karma and Liam uh, kissing, and Karma being like, oh, I'm having a, an affair with Liam, and and Amy being like, I need to get myself a boyfriend, and meeting another boy with glasses, and... Okay, it might have given you a few episodes there. Okay. I, those are just the things I remember off my head, and there was definitely more scenes than that. <laughs> it might have been a full scene thing. Her telling Shane that he has to be more butch. Yeah. And he's like, comes in like a glittery cowboy outfit. That's definitely the next episode. That's wild. Yeah, I don't even remember, but there was a lot. The the next up, there was a lot, but it was very funny. Yeah, and that's it. That's the episode. That is great. That is the episode. Mm hmm. So, what did you think? Uh, it was so funny. It's so funny. And like, the best part. It's like, obviously it's meant to be a comedy. And some of the stuff they were doing, like, they realized was a joke. But I feel like some of it, yeah. I think it was, like, it was, I think it was funnier than they intended. Like, yeah. I think a lot of the stuff that was funny, they didn't even realize they were being funny. I do think that the absurdity of the show, like, transcends what they were trying to do. <laughs> Like, I think a little bit, there's definitely, it's like a little bit misguided. I feel like some of the jokes and stuff they made, I was like, I feel like the people making this were were a little like, but it's just so ridiculous that it's like, I yeah. can't even be mad at how like some of this stuff is shitty because it's so dumb. It's so dumb. I remember when I first heard of it, I thought it was like a little offensive and I didn't mm-hmm. want to like watch it. And then... On Tumblr, I was getting, like, people talking about it, and I realized everyone who was watching it was queer. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, well, maybe I will give that a chance then, because it seems like it can't possibly be too offensive. And it has its offensive moments, but it's mm-hmm. it's so stupid. Yeah, it's, it's just so dumb. It's so over the top that, like, like, that's the thing. If it was played slightly more seriously, I think it would be really offensive and yeah. just kind of shitty. Like, Shane going around outing people is, like, not cool. And, like, some of the jokes they make and the way, like, they're like, oh, yeah, haha, lesbians and haha, women and whatever. <laughs> but it's so ridiculous that, like, you can't even be mad. (laughs) Yeah, like, I think it is offensive that Liam just wants to sleep with a lesbian, but (laughs) he just comes off so, like, stupid. Like, his best friend is a gay guy, and he's like, yep, I want to sleep with a lesbian. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And Shane just being like, I just want to be friends with some lesbians. <laughs> I'm going to create some lesbians for myself. <laughs> that is literally what he does. He's like, I need yes. lesbian friends. I'm going to make lesbian friends out of thin air. 
his. And it's, God, the idea that the school is (laughs) so (laughs) progressive is, like, in a way, like, that's kind of offensive that they're, like, making fun of the idea of a school being progressive. But it's just so silly. It's so silly that it's just funny. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know what to think, but I th- I was I had a great time. <laughs> I'm glad you had a great time. This is one of those shows I genuinely love it because it is so bad, and I feel mm-hmm. like if it was better, I wouldn't like it. Yeah, exactly. If it was even slightly more serious and like legit, like I don't know, like it was like more of a drama, took itself more seriously, it would be worse because yeah. then you couldn't be able, you wouldn't be able to forgive all the kind of offensive stuff. Yeah, it's genuinely not taking anything seriously. It's, yeah. It definitely knows it's stupid. And mm-hmm. there are also things it probably doesn't know. And, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why the thing the whole time I'm watching, I'm like, I don't even know which parts of this you think is a joke and which parts of this you're serious about and how progressive you think you're being or if you're mocking the idea of being progressive. I don't know what the intention of the people <laughs> making it was, but me watching it, I had a good time. Yeah. It's, it's very fun. Um, what do you think happens in the rest of this show? I will tell you it has three whole seasons. Oh my god, it has three seasons? Has three okay, seasons. well, at least in the next few episodes, I know that Amy asks <laughs> Shane to be her boyfriend, so her family won't know she's gay, and Karma and Liam keep dating. Boy, what happens, like, overall in this show? I mean, clearly, at least for a little while, Karma and Amy keep pretending to be a couple, And Amy is like, oh no, like, I genuinely am in love with her, but she's just pretending, and she likes Liam, and whatever, and they have to get increasingly convolutedly ways to keep, like, people believing that they're a couple, and not knowing about her relationship with Liam, and clearly Shane becomes her, like, confidant, because she tells him that, like, she's actually in love with Karma, and he's like, oh, I'll help you. And then, I guess maybe Amy maybe gets a real girlfriend at one point, but then, like, she has to keep that a secret, either just from the school to keep it the ruse, or maybe keep it a secret from Karma because she doesn't want Karma to know that she actually likes her. Maybe eventually people acknowledge bisexuality as a concept. (laughs) So this show gets so much shit for not saying the word bisexual. Mm-hmm. They say the word bisexual a lot more than you would expect. I think Shane says it almost immediately to Amy. And I don't know if you really get this from the first episode, but my understanding of Amy as a character is as shitty as it is for a show not to just, like, acknowledge bisexuality and say, like, your character who is into men and women is bisexual, Amy really does strike me as a person who would be like, no, I don't want to label it. Like, Amy is so anti-confrontation. Even in this thing, Karma keeps saying, I want to date, and Amy keeps saying, this is a bad idea, and then she's like, but Karma wants to do it, and it's like, Amy! Yeah, no, uh, not a healthy, not a super healthy friendship, but, you know, they're teenagers. Also, I swear there's an episode in this where they introduce a bisexual character just because they're mad that people kept saying they wouldn't say the word bisexual, and then this guy says the word bisexual, like, 1,700 times in, like, a minute. It's wild. He, like, doesn't say anything else. That's very good. That's funny, too, because I didn't, because you can't really tell from this episode if Amy, like, I wasn't sure if, like, if Amy also likes guys or has never really cared and she only, she realizes now she likes girls. But I was thinking more just, like, they're pretending to be lesbians and then 
instead of, like, continuing... I, I get, like, they want to do the homecoming dance thing and stuff, but then after that, like, if they didn't want to keep up the ruse... And maybe this happens, who knows, but if they didn't want to keep up the ruse, they could just break up, and then Karma could just be like, oh, I'm bi, and then date Liam, and then it wouldn't have to be a big secret... I don't know why she needs to pretend to be a lesbian specifically. Maybe the progressive school prefers lesbians to bisexuals. I don't know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Liam asks her if she's bi at one point. And mm-hmm. I do think exactly what you said is Karma's plan to break up with Amy and start dating Liam. Except mm-hmm. also maybe Karma says that she realizes she was straight. I don't 100% remember that part. There is something where she's like, I slowly phase back into dating men. And, <laughs> oh, she's uh, an interesting character. It's also, they do make a joke in, like, the very beginning about, like, Amy's, like, if your your name is Karma, you should know better than to do all these crazy plans. <laughs> yeah. You should be more worried about that. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it just continues to be just sort of a comedy of errors situation. Oh, oh yeah. and, like, what? Who knows what happens with Lauren? She keeps trying to sabotage them and everyone's like, no one cares about you, Lauren. <laughs> I don't know how they keep this show going for three years, three, three seasons, but at the same time... It feels like more of a comedy than a plot-driven show, so yeah. I think they can do whatever, as long as it's funny. Pretty much. So, do you want to guess my favorite character? Oh boy, who is your favorite character? I feel like they were all entertaining. I don't know if any of them were like... I feel like Amy was the best, per- like, as a person, she was the least shitty, but also that makes her, like, maybe less interesting. I will tell you that my favorite character makes me seem like a terrible person. Ooh, okay, so Karma or Shane, or Liam. (laughs) (laughs) You just named the entire cast. (laughs) Um, okay, I'm gonna say Shane. I do adore Shane, but no. Karma? It's Lauren. Oh! (laughs) The one I didn't name. Yeah, I love Lauren. (laughs) The funny thing about Lauren is I actually think Lauren has, like, a very good character arc. And still manages to never lose, like, being this, like, very pushy bully character. <laughs> which is very funny to me. Mm-hmm. She's just very fun. She has this, like, big secret at one point and it gets revealed. And I feel like Lauren is a very good example of someone who, like, has these terrible opinions but it's still very obviously, like, a kid who was raised to believe that. Mm-hmm. So I feel like you do see her, like, loosen up a bit. There's a line, like, a bit later on where Shane calls her homophobic and she's like, I've never been anti-gay. I'm just anti-you. <laughs> Her friendship with Shane is very funny. They're, like, never fully friends, but they have, like, episodes together that are just wild. Like, they clearly hate each other, but they're so good at helping each other out. Oh, I could see that. They're very cute. Oh, I kind of forgot about Laura because, again, all she does in this episode is, like, try to do stuff and everyone's like, we don't care. We don't care about you. Everyone's like, go fuck off. Yeah. Again, my favorite ship is not... Shane and Lauren. Beautiful. (laughs) Yes. No. Although I feel like you're on the right energy level with that guess. (laughs) Like, it's so... 
It is people you meet, but it's so not guessable from this episode. Uh, <laughs> or any uh, episode before season three. <laughs> Liam and Amy. Also a fantastic ship that you could guess earlier than season three. I Oh boy, I have no idea. Uh, Karma and Lauren. <laughs> that would be beautiful. That would be so funny. It is... It's Lauren and Liam... Okay. So this is one of those shows, I'm sure I've told you this before, but dramas in general, teen dramas in general, tend to have, like, a season, and it usually is around season three, where Mm -hmm. they just give you the most batshit wild combinations of the characters you could ever (laughs) think of, and are like, these people are dating now, because we're (laughs) bored. And Liam and Lauren hid this at, like, the end of season three, and then the show got canceled, which is very sad to me, because they were so cute. Lauren's, like, living alone because of something, and Liam is also living with her, and they're fake dating for some reason I don't remember, and it's just so cute. (laughs) And they're so terrible, but it's so funny. (laughs) And he's like, I don't want to be fake dating you. It's very funny because they have very, like, early season Amy Karma energy where Lauren's like, we're fake dating. And Liam's like, no, this is stupid. (laughs) Anyways, this is a bad question for this show, but can you guess the canning queers? Well, okay. There's two that are obvious, but then I feel like I'm curious if there's more. Because obviously Shane. Yes. Because, yes. And... Obviously Amy, because that's the whole plot twist at the end of the episode. But I feel like there could be others. I would be curious if Karma ever starts to realize she actually likes girls, or if for her it's always just a ruse, or if there's any other. I'm guessing from the premise of the show that there's probably... Well, you said there was that bisexual guy, and there's presumably other queer characters that come into the story just because... That's the whole thing of the show. I'd be surprised yeah. if it didn't. But are there any other characters we meet in this episode other than Amy and Shane who are queer? I would say no, depending on where you sit on karma. Okay, interesting. And I feel like this is a very fandom-y debate. And I feel like because the show got canceled, the creators did kind of confirm that if the show had gone on for much longer, that mm-hmm. yes, karma would have eventually come out. Because Karma is very jealous of Amy dating anyone, and it's like, (laughs) girl. But that never really happens in the show. So it kind of depends on where you sit on Karma. I don't think Karma is straight, but I also don't... I wouldn't include her if I was saying canon queers in this show. Fair, fair. But yes, and I did purposefully delay this question because I wanted it to be at the end. Are you going to watch more of Faking It? Okay. (laughs) I feel like this is one of those shows where I really enjoyed watching this episode, and I wouldn't say no to watching more of it, like maybe if we were hanging out and we watched some of it, but I feel like I wouldn't sit down and like binge the whole thing, because I feel like what was very amusing to me about this episode would get kind of old if I sat (laughs) down and binged it. I think I would get to a point where I'm like, okay, like I get the joke. So like maybe... It just ends so fast, though, when you're binging it. Like, it just keeps going. I just, like, left it on after I watched it this morning, and I got through, like, six episodes. Like, it's just (laughs) so fast. The fact that the episodes are short is great, yeah. So, like, I think I I might, but I'm not, like, itching to go binge it, so. Fair. I I want you to watch it with me. 
so bad. I, if you, I, I would watch it with you if you wanted to watch it together. It's so funny and it's so bad. So you can decide how much you do or don't want to spoil. I love faking it. It's so stupid. It definitely has its problematic moments. It's one of those teen dramas that's just, like, very casual about teenagers dating adults. Ooh, yeah, that's not one of my favorites, but also, again, if I know it's coming, then I can just be like, okay. (laughs) Again, it's the energy of the show is so stupid that it's hard to find it problematic, and Mm -hmm. the show, like, genuinely gives you, like, no room to question it because it doesn't care because it's so stupid, and it's like... None of them are, like, the really bad ones. Like, it's never, like, your teacher, your mm. p- boyfriend's mom. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like, it's never the ones that are, like, really, really, really concerning whenever you hit mm-hmm. them in something else. It's always something, like, super stupid. Like, Amy's dating a college student at one point, which is, like, eh, like, she's 16. It's a little mm-hmm. weird. But at the same time, it's like, do I want to get that upset about it? Mm-hmm. Shane is dating, like, an MMA fighter at one point, and I'm like, (laughs) it's so stupid. It's like, why is it an MMA fighter? It's so hard to get over that to be like, this is an adult man. (laughs) Again, like we said earlier, I feel like because the tone of the show is so bizarre and, like, heightened reality that, like, yeah, it's not taking itself seriously. You're not thinking about it the way you think about a more serious piece of media where you're like, these are, like... Like, I, 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 I'm worried about yeah. these characters in a more real way. It's like, none of this feels real or, like, they're trying to model a reality that you should, like, follow. <laughs> right? Like, Shane outs people constantly. He outs our Amy and Karma. He outs his MMA p- fighter boyfriend. <laughs> I feel like he must out someone else, but I don't know who. And then at the end, he's dating a trans guy, and he's like, this is, like, the only part you get, like, Shane has actually had character development because he doesn't tell anyone his boyfriend is trans. Good job, Shane. Although then he yells at his boyfriend's, like, shitty older brother in the middle of a place. And, like, arguably his boyfriend's shitty older brother already outed him by, like, dead naming him and using the wrong pronouns. But it's still, like, you were asked not to do this and now you're yelling at this guy. Yeah, he had some character development. I don't want to tell you Lauren's secret because I, I feel like the episode where it reveals is very good. All right, we'll watch it. We'll watch it. I would watch it. I, w- I would watch it with you. Yeah, I-, I did. I was. I did not expect from what because the only thing I knew about it was that it was about two girls who pretend to be lesbians to be popular. That's like the premise that you had told me. So I. Yeah. That's it. I didn't know anything else about it. I didn't know anything about the tone. I. I think that you had said it was like a drama comedy, but that's a pretty sliding scale. I agree. You know, like, it's a, is it more drama? Is it more comedy? I imagine it being more drama and less comedy, but it's definitely more comedy and less <laughs> drama. Um, so I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I was going to. It is drama almost purely in that if you just describe plots to someone, mm-hmm. they would think you were talking about a drama. And that yeah. is, like, the only thing about it I would consider a drama. Yeah. Yeah, it's a... It's a a drama plot, but definitely, like, a comedy tone. Yeah. Even as a joke, it was surprisingly progressive for, yeah. like, if this did come out in, like, 2011, 2012, which for some reason is what I thought, like, 
I feel like it would be, but like 2014 it was getting a little bit more progressive, I feel like. Yeah. I still think it was rare to have a show. I mean, it's not an entirely queer cast, but it has the mm-hmm. vibe of an entire, mm-hmm. uh, like, it still has a larger queer cast than you would expect. I feel like mm-hmm. that was still rare then, because I feel like you were still having shows that either had, like, one queer character on them, and they were like, mm-hmm. that is our token queer, and yeah. they stand over there. And also, they used to be straight three episodes ago. <laughs> yeah. Or you had the shows that were like, this entire cast is gay, this is a gay show, we air it at 2 a.m. Feels very, like, internet. Yeah. This could be, like, somebody's, like, Tumblr webcom or something, like, you know, like, I don't know, how to, but, like, it just, it, I wouldn't, it wasn't the tone or, or the, I don't know, I don't know, there was something about it that, like, it wasn't what I expected it to be, and it was, it was entertaining to me. I feel like MTV in general, because MTV isn't really known for their fiction. Mm-hmm. Like, they're a music channel. I don't know of any other... Like, I know that they exist, but I couldn't name another MTV narrative thing. I'm like, it does music, and I think they do, like, some reality shows. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what kind of... And if someone told me, oh, MTV makes narrative shows, like, I wouldn't think it would be this for some reason. I don't know what I would think it would be, but... I would give it, like, more the, like, 2000s drama vibe of yeah. every episode has a rock concert in it. Yeah. If I was going to guess what an MTV show was. But no, they're almost exclusively just the weirdest possible shit. It's great. Good job, MTV. It's very fun. Anyways, I will shut up now. (laughs) So what are we watching next time? Okay, so next time... I looked at our, our list of, like, what episode is coming out when, and I realized that the next episode is going to be just before Halloween. So, in the spirit of the spooky season, <laughs> this is something I meant to watch last year in October, and I forgot, so we're doing it this year. We're going to watch um, the first episode, or I guess the first two episodes, of Over the Garden Wall. Okay. Because it's, like, they're, like, little ten-minute episodes, so we'll just watch, like, the first two episodes. And it's a it's a it's a spooky fall vibes kind of show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I am excited for the spooky fall vibes. <laughs> it's gonna be good. <laughs> it's gonna be great. It's gonna be so spooky. Right before Halloween. Yeah. And if you're excited for Halloween, mm-hmm. you should email us at episode of Epiphanies at gmail.com. You can tweet us. Or follow us on Instagram at EpiphaniesPod and use our hashtag EpiphaniesPod, which I write wrong on Twitter all the time. <laughs> we we sometimes use EpiphaniesPod <laughs> and sometimes use episode Epiphanies. Huge, which you can use whichever hashtag you want. <laughs> just just choose. Your heart's content. We'll we'll check both of them. We will. You should leave us a review on iTunes mm-hmm. because we deserve it. We do. We do deserve it. Yeah, you should leave a spooky review, and then we will tell you which cryptid you remind us of the most. Oh my gosh, yes. This is the best promise we've made so far. (laughs) I'm glad you approve. I love this. Please leave us a review. We'll tell you. Even if it's after Halloween when we read the review, we'll still assign you a cryptid. (laughs) We will always assign you a cryptid. Yes, that'll be our new thing. (laughs) But you, of course... (laughs) already know what cryptid you are because you are smarter than both of us combined. It's true. Bye. Bye.
How is Kong boy? He's sad. He doesn't like the cone. I like the cone. I think it makes him look handsome. <laughs> Jimmy, Jesse says you look handsome with the cone.